This is Own Your Retirement with Albert Lalonde from Kaizen Financial Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Albert Lalonde provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful strategies to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Own Your Retirement with Albert Lalonde. Hello, and welcome back to Own Your Retirement. My name is Albert Lalonde from Kaizen Financial Group. If you'd like more information about what you hear during our show today, give us a call at 586-752-7008 or visit us online at www.kaizenfinancialgroup.com. And while at my website, click on the radio page to check out past shows and to subscribe to our program on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. While there's nothing wrong with dreaming big about your retirement, it's important to remember that how you think about retirement is likely to change along with your circumstances and preferences. However, no matter how your circumstances change, you're likely to have four unique stages of retirement. But before we peel back the onion a bit on those four stages, let me introduce my co-host, Tony Shore, who, unlike onions, never brings a tear to my ah. eye. Hey, Tony, how you doing, buddy? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, maybe I brought a tear to your eye the other day when I won that football bet. Uh, uh, you know, oh, yeah. Let's, the let's not talk about that. The Vikings. <laughs> oh, our respective teams. I worry for them. I do. You and I both. But hey, the last couple uh, weeks of football, have the playoffs were amazing. I don't know if you saw any of those really games. I, amazing. I don't know if our, oh our listeners goodness. are tuning in for financial tips, but I do have to say, yes. I do have to say uh, the last couple of weeks in football, some of the best football I've ever watched. It's amazing. I agree. I agree, especially for playoffs. Yeah. I think it was phenomenal. Yeah. Every game has come down to the wire and uh, a lot yeah. of it, high it's, caliber it's, play. It's anybody's. Yeah. It's still, it could be Rams or Bengals. No one I saw stood out that no, much like they were that no, dominant. It could, be, it could go either way. So it'll be interesting to yep. see what happens. But uh, you're talking about four phases of retirement. And I have to confess, I've never heard it broken down that way. I've heard a lot of tips. And, uh, you know, I've even, I think I've even heard somebody talk about the three phases of retirement. So I'm excited to see what you uh, toss our way today, Albert. Yeah. For sure. Um, in fact, the Clippinger article, The Four Phases of Retirement, um, actually does a very good job of breaking the four phases philosophy down for us. Now, the first phase is, as you probably imagine, the pre-retirement phase. Now, this phase kicks off roughly a decade before you punch the time clock for the final time. Now, while financial services professionals generally urge you to begin saving for retirement as soon as you get your first paycheck, that money will typically be set aside and left alone to hopefully grow. However, once you roll into your 50s and your pre-retirement clock begins ticking, it's time to actively start mapping out your preferred retirement. Sure, and so our 50th birthday then sort of opens that door to uh, the pre-retirement phase. What are some of the first things that we should do in this phase? Well, you know, I think the best first step in the pre-retirement phase is to simply define what your goals and are, basically, and what you want your post-work lifestyle to be. 
In fact, if you have a spouse or partner, make sure you sit down together to see where your goals line up and how you can compromise on some of the areas where your goals differ a little bit. Now, I recognize that setting goals can seem, you know, a little simplistic, but sometimes it's the simplest things that we overlook, much to our potential detriment. For example, if you live in the Midwest and one of your goals is to retire someplace warm, you can begin determining the steps needed to reach that goal many years ahead of time. In fact, the article highlights a recent survey that indicates one third of Americans say they have no idea how much money they need to sock away to give them the best possible shot at their preferred retirement. So uh, that's uh, that's kind of an alarming number there. I mean, getting ready for mm-hmm. retirement without knowing how much you're going to need to save. That seems almost impossible to me. You know, I'm right there with you on that one, Tony. Uh, in fact, uh, while savings is clearly very important, saving alone isn't enough to graduate you, though, from the pre-retirement phase. Your strategy should also include a way to create income, what I call mailbox money, after you're retired. And since you'll no longer be working, that income is likely to come from investments, Social Security, pensions if you're lucky, and annuities. The importance of getting your financial strategy correct, especially as you nudge closer to retirement, it can be scary. But that's why I strongly urge today, today's listeners to work with a financial service professional if they aren't already. Well, so that's phase one, and I'm gl- glad you covered that because that's actually the phase I'm headed into. What's, fa- what's, uh, what's phase two? Well, phase two is the early years of your retirement. For a lot of folks, this phase tends to be the most expensive because your health and energy are both likely to be good. And when you combine that with your general excitement at finally being retired, well, that probably means a lot of travels and adventures. But as we've noted often uh, over the years on our show here, uh, travel and adventure cost money. And if you aren't careful, that pot of saved money you work so hard for can begin to dwindle faster than you anticipated. Well, yeah, and, and don't go overboard when you first hit retirement either, right? Uh, <laughs> that's that's what you're saying, and that makes perfect sense to me. Oh, yeah. I mean, look, many of my clients find real satisfaction in taking a part-time job as well after they retire. Now, I know you're saying work in retirement isn't really retirement, but let me explain. If you work for 40 years for 40 plus hours a week, that's a lot of time to fill after you retire. Some people can find that part of retirement really jarring. That's where a part-time job may come in handy. Sure, the little extra money you bring in could help you fund some of those adventures, but it's more than that. It's getting out of the house and engaging with the world. And remember, you don't have to just take any old job. You could work part-time at the local zoo or an art organization. Right. And there, and there you go. So as you've explained on previous shows, working part-time early in retirement can help you maybe delay filing for Social Security, which in turn would mean a larger monthly check once you do file later down the road, right? Yeah, for sure. And phase two is also a good time to really consider your current living arrangement. As the uh, article notes, about 40% of retirees move after they stop working. 
Well, is it time to downsize? Do you have family you want to be closer to? This is a good point to consider some of those questions. Well, yeah, and that is a good point. And you want to consider all of those questions, but you also want the help of a financial services professional like yourself. How can our listeners get a hold of you, Albert? Uh, that's very good. Listeners can visit my website at www.kaizenfinancialgroup.com or they can call my office at 586-752-7008 and discuss how we might be able to answer your questions and a address your concerns about your path to retirement. Well, yeah, and and this has been a great show so far. I I mean, we're talking about the four phases of retirement, and this is something that you're more than happy to talk to our listeners about. Now, let's uh, continue this discussion. I mean, uh, when you think about retirement, obviously, a lot of images play through your mind, coffee and pastries at the sidewalk cafe in Paris, or (laughs) life on the beach, or traveling to national parks. Uh, you've broken down the first uh, couple of stages of retirement, which were pre-retirement in the early years. So what can you tell us about phase three here? You know, the Kiplinger article, uh, the four phases of retirement, it defines past uh, phase three, I should say, as middle retirement, which it notes is often the least expensive phase. In fact, phase three begins roughly about 10 years into retirement, at which point you're likely traveling less and spending more time around home. Yet, be aware that this is also the phase when healthcare expenses begin to tick up as you require more medical appointments and treatment. Many folks in retirement's third stage also find themselves with medical expenses like equipment and medically necessary upgrades to their houses. Oh, wow. Well, some of those additional medical services and equipment can come with a lot of sticker shock. I know they can be very expensive and and a lot of them fall outside the scope of Medicare, right? That's exactly right. In fact, many of the clients I work with are surprised when I tell them everything Medicare doesn't yeah. cover. But that said, you can devise a retirement strategy that may help you manage some of the expenses that can emerge as you age. Long-term care insurance, for example, may be a good option for some folks. Well, yeah, that's true. And what else can you tell us about phase three? There's got to be more to this. Yes, for sure. I mean, building a legacy that you can leave behind for your loved one is also a significant part of phase three. If you wrote a will when you and your kids were younger, the middle years of retirement may be a good time to revisit it and make any necessary changes. After all, it's likely that births, deaths, marriages, and sadly, divorces may have shifted both your priorities and the needs of your loved ones. So don't wait until your health uh, declines before taking on something as important as your legacy legacy planning and estate planning. That's very important. And I know your office uh, can provide some tools that can make legacy planning a little easier, right? Oh, yes. Thanks for bringing that up, Tony. Uh, In fact, my clients are able to use what's called generational vault, which I describe as an ultra secure online safe deposit box. With generational vault, you can store your will, healthcare directives, power of attorneys, insurance documents, really all of your essential financial documents in one location. And because it utilizes some of the most stringent security protocols available, you can rest easy knowing your information is secure. In fact, with Generational Vault, you can also upload family photos and other important family documents like birth records and family trees. And here's something I think is really cool. You can video yourself reading your oh, will wow. 
and sharing remembrances. Yeah, with the loved ones and friends you're leaving behind. That recording then lives right there in the generation. Yeah, which is access accessible from anywhere with a, a, an internet connection. And it has a secure password that you could give to a loved one in case uh, something should happen to you. So I think that's really important. Now, that generational vault, that probably makes it easier to engage with your clients and keep uh, keep them up to date, right? It certainly does, Tony. In fact, with generational vault, I can review a document or strategy anytime at a client's request. Even better. I have clients who divide their time between locations. Uh, with Generational Vault, we can hold virtual appointments to review those documents and strategies. Yeah, yeah, and I, I think we should remind people that if they want to know more about that, uh, Generational Vault, they can contact you at your office, correct? What What's that phone number and website once again? Yeah, that phone number to contact us is 586-752-7008. Or visit us online at www.kaizenfinancialgroup.com. All right. And let's remind people uh, that uh, they can pick up the phone and give you a call anytime just to set up that no charge, no cost consultation. Now, uh, let's dig into phase four. We've covered phases one, two, and three of retirement. What's phase four of retirement? Well, the fourth phase of retirement is your later years. During this stage, it's very possible that healthcare will be your most significant expense. Uh, the article references a uh, fidelity study that notes the average 65-year-old couple can anticipate spending in the ballpark of roughly around $300,000 on healthcare during the course of their retirement. And in most cases, the bulk of those expenses will pop up in their later years. Right. And I think that's really, really important, too. And I'm glad we're talking about this. Uh, these later years can be tough just because of the cost uh, of these things. And so I know you want to get on a soapbox for a minute so you can tout the virtues of, uh, of the different long-term care options. I know it used to be just standard long-term care insurance uh, that people would need, but that got expensive. And now there are a lot of different options for long-term care to help uh, plan for it and get it covered, aren't there? There are, Tony, there are. In fact, uh, uh, if you haven't already started uh, researching long-term care insurance, I'd urge you strongly to begin doing so. Uh, you know, don't forget that most folks purchase long-term care insurance in their mid-50s to mid-60s. And the longer you wait, obviously, the more expensive <sighs> it could be. Now, long-term care insurance may help you and your money withstand the financial tidal wave that comes with things like nursing homes, assisted living, and home health care services. And again, you shouldn't plan to use Medicare for these types of services. In some cases, Medicare may help modestly with some of those services. In other cases, Medicare won't help. Yeah, unless all. you're coming out of a hospital and referred by the hospital, uh, Medicare does right. not cover long-term care. And even then, under the right exact circumstances, the most they would cover is 90 days. So I would advise people to not to make any decisions about long-term care, long-term care uh, insurance without working with a financial services professional and discussing it with them uh, and a fiduciary like yourself, Albert, uh, to make sure that uh, you're doing what's in your best interest. So what else can you tell us about phase four? Well, you know, with phase four, just like with the first three phases, uh, diligence is essential. You should be relentless when it comes to monitoring and evaluating your financial strategy. What's the one thing you shouldn't do after you've built a financial strategy? Well, 
toss it in a drawer and forget yeah. about it because you think you're done. Uh, dig into your strategy on a regular basis with your financial services professional. Adjust as needed so that you can put yourself in the strongest possible financial position. Your retirement will thank yeah, you, Tony. for sure. Well, during our show today, we spent the first two segments breaking down those four phases of retirement, uh, pre-retirement, the early years, middle retirement, and the later years. And I thought that was a great way for you to break it down. I'm glad you shared that with us. It's been a great show so far. Uh, So what do you have for us in our final segment today? Well, you know, earlier in the show, we noted that while a part-time job after you're retired may be good for your wallet, it's likely just as valuable for your physical and emotional well-being. Well, with that in mind, we're going to close today's episode by looking at how more and more companies uh, may be eager to hire mature workers. Uh, In fact, an AARP article, Six Ways to Find Companies That Are Hiring Retirees, actually has some helpful info. In fact, if you're retired and looking to work a couple of days a week doing something you enjoy, you may want to seek out a job search or staffing firm. As you work with recruiters, don't be shy about asking them how open their company is to working with a variety of age groups. The level of enthusiasm you hear in the response will tell you a lot. In fact, the article also notes that some firms like uh, Manpower Group U.S. are specifically targeting more mature workers to fill vital roles. But take your time, look around, and don't feel obligated to take an offer unless you're sure it's a good fit for your retirement lifestyle. Right. And that's key right there. I appreciate that when we talk about working a part-time job in retirement, that you always emphasize, Albert, that people should only take a job that they're going to enjoy. Oh, for sure. In fact, retirement is something you've earned, Tony. So I think it's important to make decisions that are in your own best interest. Uh, In fact, the next smart place to look for a part-time gig, well, maybe your existing network. People in your network may be better positioned to give you solid leads they uh, know you'll like, particularly because they likely understand what you'd prefer in terms of workplace culture. Updating your LinkedIn profile may be one simple way to signal to your network that, hey, you're open to part-time work. Just how important can your network be? Well, the AARP article quotes a professional career strategist who noted that half the hires she's seen recently haven't been through what she called first-degree connections, but rather second- and third-degree connections. Right, and I guess the more people you know, the more people you know, right? (laughs) (laughs) You nailed it, Tony. In fact, another good option uh, may be to identify companies that have established uh, retraining programs that are geared towards workers who have taken career breaks for whatever reason. You know, companies that offer these programs may already be signaling um, that they're eager to work with non-traditional candidates. Uh, The state of Utah, for example, as well as companies like Oracle, uh, Raytheon Technologies, General Motors, Johnson & Johnson, and Merck actually have these retraining programs. You can also check out irelaunch.com to view these opportunities. Sure. And that's that's really important. It's encouraging to see that there are more companies out there realizing that more mature workers may be a tremendous resource. And it seems like that's a win-win scenario. Yes. Yes, it is. And next, the AARP article explains that 
the AARP itself may be a great resource for retirees looking to dip their toe back into the work uh, world. In fact, more than a thousand companies have already signed the AARP employer pledge, which declares those companies and organizations first believe in equal opportunity for all workers. Next, recognize the value of experienced workers, then recruit across age diverse groups and consider applicants equally regardless of age. And then finally, believe that workers age 50 or plus should have a level playing field in competing for and obtaining jobs. The AARP also researches the companies on the list to make sure they don't have previous class action lawsuits or other known issues involving age discrimination. Well, yeah. So what does the AARP say about going old school and checking out job ads? Oh, The article explains that for retirees, there are likely pluses and minuses to hitting traditional job sites like Indeed. The biggest disadvantage is that you're putting your resume up against the masses. Many jobs receive a tremendous number of applicants that companies must wade through. That means it's possible you may get lost in a shuffle. But on the plus side, traditional job sites may tell you a lot about a company's culture, particularly if you scratch under the surface a bit. Be on the lookout for language that clearly states the company doesn't discriminate on the basis of age. Some companies are blunt about their hiring practices. The article points to a 2020 job posting from RelevantDB. It's a software company that went viral because it stated, we hire old people. And in parentheses, young people too. (laughs) So on many job sites, you may be able to simply type the word retiree in the search tab to locate companies looking to hire retirees. Yeah, Yeah, there you go. And so uh, obviously that's important. So what else can retirees do to um, uh, vet companies before applying or accepting a job? Well, you know, visit workplace review sites like uh, Glassdoor and Comparably. Uh, which may be able to provide additional insights into a company's culture. And don't get too worried if you see one or two negative comments, because for many companies, an occasional disgruntled employee, well, it's inevitable. But if you see numerous negative comments, especially if they mention ageism, it may indicate that company's culture doesn't adequately value mature workers. Sure. Well, this has been a great discussion. We're out of time. Is there anything else you want to add before we go today? You know what? If you have any questions about your financial strategy, I encourage you visit my website, www.kaizenfinancialgroup.com or call my office at 586-752-7008. It's our goal to help you prepare for the retirement you've worked so hard for. All right. Thank you, Albert. And that does it for another episode of Own Your Retirement with our host, Albert Lalonde. Thank you for listening to Own Your Retirement. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Albert Lalonde at Kaizen Financial Group. Call 586-752-7008 or visit them online at kaizenfinancialgroup.com. 
Advisory services offered through Kaizen Wealth Management LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Michigan. Insurance products and services are offered through Kaizen Financial Group LLC, an affiliated company. Albert Lalonde and Kaizen Financial Group are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.